Welcome to the Adonis Index podcast. I'm John Barbin. With me is Saul Solis, and he placed in our most recent contest, uh, the 10th Transformation Contest. Go over to adonisindex.com and check out his pictures. And so, Saul, we were just talking before, like, what your goal now. Uh, tell me, what, repeat what you just said about how you used, you modeled other people with a similar body type out of our previous winners. Like, what, like, kind of... You know what I mean? Like, just reiterate how you the process. Like, was it just the okay? Yeah, just just get going. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously, you got to take the advice that other people give. I mean, they place, so they obviously know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's basically what I did. I, I used someone as a template, which was Lester Singh. Mm-hmm. Uh, took other information from uh, several of the other guys, like Phil and Mike Schaefer, Todd, uh, and used their information and. And the things that they did to place. Mm-hmm. And 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 you pick Lester partly because he's got a very similar, like you guys have kind yeah. of a similar base, right? Yeah, he was uh, basically my template. One of the things that disappointed me was uh, when I was getting down, mm-hmm. uh, I got really close to his his weight, and I noticed that I didn't look anything like him. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I still got to go even lower than that because at first, when I first originally heard him. I never thought about getting even below. I was thinking a good goal for me would be about 140. And when he was talking about being 125, I was thinking, there's no way I could get that low. Okay, so how tall and are you? I'm only 5'5". Five five, okay, so, right. yeah, I think he's 5'4". Yeah. And um, so when I started, I thought, okay, well, I'll get down to 125, and hopefully I have decent muscle muscle mass, and I'll, and I'll look similar. Uh, when I got down to 125, and I was nowhere... Where he was at, oh, man, I was disappointed. But I kept going down. I got down to 123, and now my goal is to put some muscle mass. Yeah, so at some point or, you realize you realize even if you model someone, you, you don't know how much muscle you have compared to them. So, you, I mean, the best you can do is, like, pick somebody who's at least similar. But like you said, you just found out head-to-head Lester probably has a bit more development than you at this point. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot more. He he looked really good. Yeah, and mm-hmm. th- that's why I wanted to base. You know, he he plays, and then you know, eventually later got first. You know, and those pictures were amazing. So, mm-hmm. well, it's a good model. It's a, it's a good person. It makes sense for you to model him versus me or somebody else because you guys are a similar structure. So, it's it is yeah, likely I, I, that it is likely that as you progress, you'll end up looking a lot more like his final picks. Oh yeah, and and that's one thing that that the program kind of shows you. You know, you got to base yourself off of people of similar size because you know if you know Todd's what six foot or something like that. I mean, I can't go for that look when I'm only five five. And then uh, you know, just a lot of the things that Lester said, you know, kind of hit home. He ballooned up there, you know, to one eighty three. I was one ninety three. No, really? Yeah, Do you have I pictures was. of that? I really was. Uh, I got my driver's license picture and. I've shown people that picture, and they're like, who's that? I'm like, that's me. Oh, they can't have, believe it. Do you have one that shows your whole body? Because I guess in your driver's license, just your face, right? Yeah, it's just my face. But you, you, if you see the face, you can only imagine what the rest looks like. But, but you don't have any good photo evidence of you at that weight? No, because I had a very low self-esteem, and uh, one of the things I never did was take any pictures. Yeah. Well, you know, well, I and, uh, yeah. And where I'm at now, the confidence and my self-esteem is so high. You know, I, I feel like I'm a, I am can achieve a lot of things. You know, I've actually started studying to get out there and actually 
do something where I actually talk to people and be more social where I wasn't like that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the confidence and the self-esteem that this has got me, oh, it's taken me to a whole nother level. Oh. Totally different person. I almost feel, you know, when I was going to write the essay, I was almost going to write it like in third person where, where that guy's dead because, you know, to me, you know, <laughs> he, he doesn't exist anymore. I don't know who that guy was. Oh, the old you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, 193, 5'5", and uh, the thing that's so hilarious about it that, that I've learned a lot from your program was it's funny how outside information, even though you know what you need to be doing, because uh, when I first started working out, I was 193, and I thought, man, you know what? I got with a friend. I said, we got to go to the gym. He's like, cool, let's do it. And we started going to the gym. Six months, I only lost three pounds, and I'm like, you're kidding me. I'm busting my ass in the gym every day and for nothing, right? So I said, I got to do something. I got on YouTube, started looking, and uh, one of the first things that I found uh, just searching was a program that uh, um, you, Patrick, and uh, Vince Delmonte were putting oh, out. Yeah. It's called uh, yeah. Empowered. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that was a long time ago. That was like four years ago, right? Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started doing that, and I dropped from 193. I went down to 152. Oh, that's great. And so I, did you did you just yeah, follow I, the plans? Like those are the yeah. Those are the basic template for our, the the meal plans that we have in the system now. Oh yeah, I, I still follow that. I mean, I do your you know, workout routine, but I just got so used to doing the empowered meal. I just you know, and it's kind of proportion. You know, forty percent protein, thirty and thirty for carbs and fats. So, yeah. and it's working amazing. But everybody's telling me how skinny I look, that I look weird, that I need to bulk up. So, I jumped on another program, <laughs> knowing that this was working. I don't understand my mindset or what I was thinking, but. I see that this was working, but I still changed because of outside influences, right? Everybody mm-hmm. telling me I'm looking skinny. I need to bulk up. But even like even at 150, you know, I took my shirt off and I still didn't look good. But for some reason, I let the outside influence get to me. So I started doing the bulking thing, and I've been about 160 for you know three years. Mm. So, and then uh, that's the thing. I tried so many programs. You know, I tried the MI40. Uh, muscle maximi- uh, maximizer by uh, Kyle. Mm-hmm. You know, just different things. You know, a lot of them have the the, the bulk and stuff. But I knew the empowered nutrition plan was the one that was working. That's the one that got me down to 150. And so I don't even know what I was thinking. To really tell you the truth. But that's a really and, uh, that's really important that you pointed that out because other people are going to go through that. It's they're going to get some progress and they'll even turn their back on the exact thing that's working. Which, like you said, you can't even. You can't even come up with a reason why. You just you let other people sway your opinion. I think part of it is because you had no target in your head of how light you needed to be to get the result you want. So you go from 190 to 150, and in your mind, you're like, oh, I have to look good at 150. And then you take your yeah, shirt off, and you're, exactly. like, you're like, damn it, I'm not there yet. And you make the erroneous yeah. conclusion that that means you don't have enough muscle when really you still have to be even leaner. But you yep, don't want to exactly. believe that your actual body weight is going to be in the 130s or 20s. or like, So since it can't possibly be lighter, then it must be more muscle. And then you just go the wrong direction again. Yes, exactly. And like I said, the only thing I kept noticing that was going up was the body fat percentage. I mean, I didn't even need to go get a caliber or something to test it out. I could see it. I see it in my face. I see it in my back, my shoulders. Mm. And uh, one of the things that, that makes me... Well, I mean, I can't go back, so there's nothing I can do about it. But I had your program even before, but in my mind, it seemed too simple. I was like, there's no way. I mean, everybody's talking about bulking up, you know, doing different kind of workouts, you know, doing the, the MI-40 was, was uh, 
with a three second negative and a you know one second positive. Mm-hmm. You know, eight reps total forty seconds. So and yeah. forty second reps. So you know, I'm like, oh, that sounds you know more. I don't know why in our mind we think that the harder it is, the better it is. And and when I had your uh, your stuff and I was reading, it, I was like, this stuff is too simple. There's no way. It's just calories in and calories out. When in fact, that's really what it was. So I, what got me to actually go back into it and actually do the program was the podcast. I mean, to me, they were very important because they all lay it out. Like I said, I used Lester as a template. And I had an actual goal to shoot for. I was shooting for 125, 127. I didn't care what other people thought. I actually even went to a different gym to get away from all the people. I didn't share any information with anybody because I didn't want no outside influence mm. or anything like that. I just had to get away and actually say, let me do this program because I know the Empowered Nutrition meal plan worked. Mm-hmm. Let me try it. So, and, did, uh, so did you get to the point where you had to see Lester and see his numbers to finally accept the fact that maybe you really do need to be lighter? Oh, yeah. And actually, once I got past that, hurdle mm-hmm. it was all smooth sailing i didn't care if i was going to be 125 i was actually even looking forward to being 125 and you know when he said the people at the gym were telling him oh you're 150 you're 145 and he was like no i'm 125 i actually was shooting for that i said i'm gonna see how low i can get how ripped i can get and then see if people could tell that i'm that low and nobody could mm-hmm. when i was down to 127 125 everybody was telling me i looked like i was 145 150 same as lester I was feeling really good because I'm thinking, okay, this template thing is working for me. You know, I'm hearing all the same things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so a lot of it, the flip was, uh, it was mostly a battle in your mind to allow yourself to get to that, the permission to be light thing. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, I, I think I got so accustomed to the uh, to the bulking thing, and I love eating. That I think, you know, I heard in one of your podcasts when you were talking to Howard, where you uh, you, you guys were asking does this give you the permission to be fat, you know, or heavy? And it does. It, it, it let me eat whatever I want and still be bloated, and I would use that as an excuse. Oh, I'm bulking. Mm-hmm. So, so many things in the podcast that you guys have, have said and done, they just hit home, and, you know, they straighten you out. And if you actually do the, the, the program the way it's laid out and you actually know your BMI, it's the simplest thing in the, in the world. It's actually the simplest, hardest, hardest thing I've ever done because the concept, the math, everything is easy. It's right there for you. But the hard thing is actually do it. Mm-hmm. And once you do it and you get rolling, though, it's extremely easy. It just becomes routine. It's not even that hard not to eat. No, not re- actually, it's not. I mean, it, there's a bit of work there, but it's actually once you get rolling on it, it sort of just becomes a routine as well. Yeah, exactly. Your body becomes accustomed to it, and it's not that difficult. I think, you know, you get past the first two, three weeks, it's smooth sailing from there. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was just uh, and uh, shooting for that goal. You know, you got to have goals to shoot for yeah, well, yeah. Otherwise, you'll you can so easily be pushed one direction or another, like like it happened to you, right? And I mean, think of how many years you wasted. Well, I don't want to say wasted, but you you could have had you could have been further along, and at least you're oh, yeah. at least you're there now. Like you're on your way now, but you could have been on your way four years ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, that's one of the things that I think you need to have that beginning because if you don't have that beginning, there's no no end to it. You know, I could if I wouldn't have just said okay. Um, let me go ahead and start this and kept on, you know, using the bulking thing as an excuse. I'd still be 160 right now. Mm-hmm. You know, what What I couldn't do in, in four years, I accomplished in 12 weeks. 
That's amazing. I can't look back because I can't, you know, rewind time. Mm-hmm. But where I'm at right now, I'm here now. So mm-hmm. that's the important part. All right, so then what motivated you to do the contest? Like, why this one? Like, you were just ready? Yeah, yeah, it, it, I had to change it. You know, obviously, you know, they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, you know, expecting different results. Mm-hmm. So I had to try something different. And like I said, uh, the one podcast that you and uh, uh, Howard did that to me was uh, really amazing, kind of set everything for me up, was the... Uh, building uh, muscle and fat loss, mm. where you actually do the, you know, it's really calories in and calories out. You got to know where where you're at. And, you know, one thing that, you know, you always hear is that if you work out too hard, you don't eat, but you'll, you know, go catabolic and you'll lose your muscle. And you're, you're like, your body's designed to use fat. And that just makes so much sense. It's easy, but I don't know why we don't understand that. You know, you hear so much stuff, but that, was, that made the most sense. The, you know, of anything that I've ever heard. Okay, our bodies did evolve to store fat if there's excess, and in the time of need, is going to use it. So if you do not eat, or there's a calorie deficit, and your body needs it, it's going to use fat as energy. I mean, how simple is that? Mm-hmm. It and, still uh, amazes me that people find that hard to believe. But I figured, I think I figured it out. I think it's because, like you said, once you get past the first couple weeks, and you set a goal, and you start actually seeing a change, and you eat less, and it starts working... Then, you, then it's easy to believe that, but until you try and actually have some success losing weight, our natural instinct is to want to eat up to how much calories we burn. So it seems hard, and then I think what your mind does is try to come up with all kinds of excuses why it's not working. And then, oh yeah, and then there's plenty of marketing out there that matches your mind, like matches that little sort of, well, it's hard because of this, it's hard because of that. No, it is. It's it's not any of those things. It's just. Eating in a deficit itself is hard, but once you manage to get into a deficit, yeah, you'll just start burning fat. So, but but it's like we want we um, it's like the marketing of your the your broken marketing combined with your need to explain away why it's so hard is why we keep getting like sidetracked. Oh yeah, I think we look for the path of least resistance, mm-hmm. and I think uh, you know making excuses is easy for us to say. Okay, we can't accomplish this. We can't do this. And I think that's why so many people fail, that we look for the easy way out, you know. Well, yeah, it's no one who who wants to be told they've got 12 hard weeks ahead of them. Like people, even though, like you said, how sh- how good, how much nicer is it to be able to say you've accomplished in 12 weeks what you couldn't do in four years? Now 12, yeah. in, that, in that sentence, 12 weeks sounds like short. But it's if nothing. you tell a newbie <laughs> they've got 12 weeks of hard work, that sounds like ugh, 12 weeks. But when you compare it to like years and years of of a lack of result, then it sounds short. So it's all, it's all perspective too. Like I think people like yourself and people who just get finally enter a contest, it's it's almost unfortunately you do have to have years of like frustration. Very few people like start working out and enter a contest a week later, and and after thirteen weeks of working out, they've had a massive. Tra- it's almost like you, we only get transformation. We only see transformation in people who have just beat their head against the wall for years first. Yeah. Very few, I think a very lot, few uh, you young people just jump right in and off they go. Yeah. I think uh, one thing most definitely is there's so much information and everybody's an expert. And it, it, it everything just becomes noise at a certain point you don't know. And actually knowledge, I think, is the biggest part. I mean, just the knowledge and 
the things that I, uh, I've learned from this, I don't. There's no way I could ever go back. There's no way. I can't fall back because I already know the truth, and that's the way I see it. Is this is actually the truth? You know. Yeah, you've seen the Matrix. You took the red pill, and you can't go yeah, back. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. Seriously, you know, and and obviously, the, you know, you're going into the eleventh uh, contest. It's worked for several people, and the proof is right there. And and you know, when I hear people say, "Oh, you know," You know, when their final uh, moments in the podcast, they say, "All oh, have faith." You don't need faith because faith is, you know, the definition of faith is basically, you know, belief without uh, evidence. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. plenty of evidence. You don't. <laughs> this is nothing about faith. This is the truth. You know, just look at it. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Yeah, and I think it helps. I mean, and as each contest goes by, there's another person that that shows up with a unique look. Like up until Lester, we didn't really have. In all of our previous contests, there probably wasn't somebody for you to model. Not not specifically, right? Like, obviously, there's yeah. lots of good transformations, but I'm sure when you saw Lester, you're like, okay, that guy's as close as to you in stature and in like as close to you as possible, right? Like, I could see, oh, how, yeah, most I, I could see how you could look at my picture or Jason Haynes or, or you know, God, any of the pre- – and then just be like, yeah, but those guys aren't me. They're not the same as they're, – they're very different. Yeah. But when you see yeah, him, exactly. you, and when you see him, you're like, oh. Now I know exactly how much I probably am going to weigh. I, I know what it's going to look like. you know. And, that, and we try to say don't compare yourself to others, but at least if you do, compare yourself to someone very similar to your shape and size. Yeah, so. exactly. And, and I think that's, that, that's what helped me out a lot. Uh, and actually, it's pretty funny because I see the way you know he's smiling and he, you know, in his uh, podcast he's real confident. And I'm like, when I was first hearing him, I was like, now, you know, you could tell he's confident, right? And I had real low self-esteem for being overweight and, you know, just not feeling good about myself because uh, actually when I was 193, what got me to tell my friend, hey, let's go to the gym, I had heard, uh, overheard my ex-wife speaking to one of her friends on the side where she said, man, he really let himself go. He looks like shit. Oh, no. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, really? Let me, you know, let me go take a look in the mirror. Yeah. And I looked and I did. I mean, it was, it was horrible. Five five one ninety three is not a good look, you no, know. That's that's a and t- that's a tough look. Yeah, and then to actually hear it, and then you know, even my self esteem went down even lower if it was even possible. I mean, I already knew that, I, I you know, I knew it was overweight, but I never knew, you know, I never heard it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, he looks like shit. Yeah, that's rough. And, that's tough. And, and, and that was, I mean, to hear it, somebody you know say something like that about you is kind of like, what the hell? Well, body but, weight, you know body what? weight doesn't mean it. I mean. Like, did you watch the posing tutorials with Eric Day? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, he's, um, how heavy is Eric? Sorry, I'm talking to Brad. He's in the office with me. How heavy is Eric when he's on stage? Yeah, Eric, Eric is like, then how tall is he? So yeah, he's maybe 5'6", and when he's competitive on stage, he's barely 140. And And that's, and he is, he is like national level bodybuilder caliber and he looks amazing and he he's only 140 and he's like exceptionally muscular wow and and, and, yeah very he has a very thick presentation so i mean maybe i should even put up a a picture of eric on on this particular um podcast post so people can see what we're talking about as a target so i mean you're looking at you're looking at um lester and then, and Lester did a great job, obviously. And then, if you want to see what exceptional muscle mass at, around your height looks like, we'll put up a picture of Eric. But then, Eric, is, Eric only weighs one forty. I think he might even dip into the one thirties on stage. And 
and it's just you know it's just not as heavy as you think so so it's good that you have like you've really come to grips with like what the weight range should be uh for your size and then now you can just happily work towards that without ever worrying about being heavier oh yeah i mean whatever you can information you can absorb and and actually see i mean it's amazing like when i got down to 125 i thought wow this feels so good I've never ran because my legs would always hurt from being uh, heavy, but now it's like something that's enjoyable. I, I get up Sunday mornings, and, and it's more meditation, more relaxation than mm-hmm. actually work. I go and run three miles, and I, you know, and I get home, and I'm like, I don't even feel like I ran three miles. You know, the three miles just goes by like nothing. Uh, just so much more confidence, and it, it, it's hilarious. I got this one story where I was at the gym right there. It was the day before I took the pictures to submit them. I just went to the gym and uh, I see this one dude and you could tell that that he was using steroids and I actually asked him later on, you know, if he did and he told me, yeah, he actually admitted it to me. Mm-hmm. He tried to tell me it was natural at first, but found out it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Well, at, at first, was, a guy like that's just going to assess how cool you are and if you're going to be like yeah, okay yeah, yeah. with it and not judge him. And if you're purely just interested out of curiosity, most of them yeah. will eventually, you know, they'll be like, yeah, of course, yeah. this is how this works. Yeah, well, what I told him was, oh, dude, you know, you're looking real muscular. You know, I tried to do that bulking thing, and it didn't work for me. All I kept doing was gaining fat, but, you know, I wish I could gain some muscle. I'm actually thinking about taking some gear, and then that's when he admitted. He goes, oh, well, I'll take some. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, pretty I see. Obvious. There was this dude that uh, he was working out with his girlfriend, and that one dude just kept looking at that, that one big guy, and uh, he kept going over there and asking him questions, and then he'd go back and work out. He was average looking, but he was working out with his girlfriend, and he never came and talked to me, right, because I looked really small because I had my my shirt on. So I took my shirt off, and, you know, you could see you know, I had just worked out my shoulders and did a little bit of biceps, um, you know, just trying to practice, you know, pumping up so I could take the pictures for the next day, and his girlfriend was staring at me. Mm. He didn't even care. He was like, whatever, that's the small guy. He was over there talking to the big guy, but his girlfriend wasn't checking out the other dude. She was checking me out. Yeah, and that's the perfect example of the difference between being too big and the right size sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. It, it, you know, it's like the guys, are, they're all about being big and big, and I was the same way, so I, I know what he was doing, you know. I used to go and ask the big guys all the time, hey, man, what are you doing, what are you doing? But yeah. I didn't know that there were, a lot of them were actually. And that's the one thing that, that, that I kind of came to learn is how many people are actually using that stuff. I didn't even know it was that prevalent. Oh, yeah, every gym, every gym, we'd say the top, I don't know, the top, the biggest, most muscular 20%, I'd say, in every gym are using something. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just, and it's universal. Every country I've ever been in, every city, every gym, it all looks the same. The cross-section yeah. of guys, it all looks the same. Yeah, when you don't know about this stuff, you're just an average Joe going in, you see that, and you just think it's natural. I know I always did, you know, I didn't think very much of it and I would go and ask these guys hey how you doing oh man you gotta eat six times and I even met this one guy that actually had like a little briefcase with different little sections he had all his foods in there already oh yeah and yeah. I thought I thought that was kind of weird I never seen that before and and actually I found out later that he was taking stuff yeah it's you know, um so. yeah and like and like like I've said in the book it's people have their canned response because if if you're not you know, they just assume you're going to judge them and stuff. So they're just like, yeah, whatever. It's six meals a day. But when you when you approach them the way you did, and you're like, oh, I'm kind of interested, then they'll be like, oh, this this guy will listen, and then, then oh, yeah. then they'll tell you. And uh, 
because if you if you approach them on that side of the fence, they don't they don't assume you're just there judging them. They're like, well, you you want to join us, so sure. Um, yeah, it, but at least that opens your eyes. Then you're like, oh, I get it. So that size, that's that's a bigger size than than is possible, right? And then I guess oh, yeah. I guess most accurately is if you met someone your height who was using something, and then you'd be like, oh, that's how big you get at my height, right? So you you wouldn't. Yeah. That's the next level, and you never know. I mean, you've got to – who knows? Who knows yeah. how tall the people are in your gym, right? You you may never yeah. actually run into someone actually in person. You may never actually run into someone who's using – that you ever bump into in a gym. They are somewhere, but maybe not in your gym. Oh, no. There is. There's just one guy. Oh, there is. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, I know him, and he was like at the old gym where I was telling you that, that I was going. Everybody's telling me to bulk up. Well, I finally started going back to that gym after a year, right? So nobody even knew that I, I did that. And now I know what it's like to feel invisible because I'm actually looking at people that I played racquetball with and lifted weights with, and they don't even know who I'm at, who I am. I oh, mean, I even got to like, look for them. What? Yeah, because you're what, like seven, whatever, fifty pounds, sixty pounds lighter now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're look, they're looking at me like, you know, what are you looking at? You know, and I thought it was hilarious. So one of the guys did recognize me, and he was like, "So, you know, what are you doing, bro? You look like you're sick." And I was like. Ah, I said, dude, I'm cool, man. You know, I ain't even worried about it. This makes me happy. You do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. He goes, man, well, you ever thought about taking tests? He goes, I'm taking it. And he was slow. He's my height. And he's pretty big, dude. And I was like, dude, I don't need that. You know, I'm good where I am. He goes, man, you look anorexic, though. And, oh, man, that pissed me off. But I was cool with it because I already expected a lot. You know, hearing the podcast, I already expected all this. Well, and he's only saying people, that because he never saw you. He's used to seeing you fat. Yeah. If if, and, if, and, if if the size you are now is the size you were when you met him, he would just be like, oh, that's just Saul, right? But yeah. Si- but since he remembers you fat, anything smaller than that, he'll be like, something's wrong. <laughs> oh, for sure. And then this this guy had the nerve, like after a month of telling me this and, and even pointing it out to other friends that I had in the gym, he had the nerve to come and ask me how I did it. Really? Oh, man, that's just... I, that... I kid you not. It, and he would point and laugh at me with other guys in the gym that knew me. And actually, I had several other guys that came up to me and were real, gave me some really good compliments. When uh, one guy compared me to Bruce Lee, this older guy, you know, he's like 60 years old. He goes, dude, you got the best look in this gym. He goes, you remind me of, you know, Bruce Lee. And I was like, man, you know what? That's one of the best compliments I've ever gotten because to model yourself, you know, after somebody like that, because I did, you know, I always thought the, you know, the Bruce Lee look, you know, the yeah, the, the, the way the, Lester looked, mm-hmm. that would be an amazing, to actually get the compliment from somebody like that, and several other guys was like, Saul, you look great, you, you, you did a great job, man, how'd you do it, and those guys, you know, I'm helping them out, I, I don't give them too much information, because, you know, people get defensive, I just send them over to your website, and I tell them, listen to the podcast, get the information, and then, if they're accepted, I tell them that I'd help, I'll help them out. Well, there's there's always going to be the the people the the negative people, and that's mostly just insecurity. So it sounds like you're you were already prepared for it. It still oh, still yeah. doesn't feel good, but at least you know like it's going to happen. And then the guy the guy showed his true colors when he he makes fun of you in one breath, and then afterwards again, how'd you do it? Like yeah, yeah and that was, that happened on a Sunday when there was nobody in the gym. Oh, right, I'm sure right, if yeah. been, he he wouldn't have had the nerve to go ask me. If the other guys that he was pointing to uh, saw that he was over there asking me questions, you know, it's kind of like, well, dude, what are you doing? How are you going to go at that guy after you've been sitting there yeah, saying so he's all this stuff about to, him? He basically has to hide it, yeah. Well, 
Yeah, and then and then he's taking juice, and then he's still got the nerve. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? He, like, he actually okay, still doesn't. He even with even with extra help with 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 drugs, he still doesn't know how to get in shape. So yeah, whatever. Exactly. He's that, that's basically. I mean, he's good, it, but he's just smooth. Somebody like that's just not not worth your time to talk to. Like oh, he's not. He's yeah. not. But anyways, that, but that's just the lay of the land. That's what's going to happen. Like people will have all kinds of weird reactions. But you know, for, try to put those at the back of your mind and, and remember the guy who said the guys with the compliments because those are the people that probably really do. They just, they see you how you know not with their own insecurity. They look at you and like, man, Bruce being compared to Bruce Lee is pretty good. Oh yeah, it was amazing. I, I was I felt like I was high all day, mm. and you know when you, uh, I remember uh, on my birthday. I checked my email just to see, and I, I saw that the that the contest winners were out. And, you know, it showed the first part up to, I think, six. And I didn't see my name, and I was like, wow, I thought I'd be, you know, about five or seven through there. But I could have done a lot better. I had a new job where I worked so many hours, and then I started school as well. Because, like I said, my confidence just started going through the roof, and I, and I, and I feel like I can go out and do other things. Uh, and uh, this job that I'm in, you know, I'm ready to... To get rid of that and actually go out and do other things, you know, I've just gotten so much confidence from this. It's amazing, you know, you know. And I gotta thank you guys, you know, for putting the truth out there, you know. And oh, this thing's been an amazing ride. Oh, I mean, it's well, I mean, it's it's you guys that make it all work, right? <clears throat> it's when you put it to practice and then submit your pictures and actually go through with it. That's the yeah. that's the big payoff. And I mean, the yeah. con- the the placing in the contests, <clears throat> we're splitting hairs, like. We could move yeah. people all over. Like there's. Oh no 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 I, no! Don't get me wrong. I'm perfectly happy. I told my wife. I I, I said, man, if I place, if I even place number ten, I said it'll it'll be the. I was. I felt like I was on cloud nine. I mean, I was high that day. I, I I can't explain it. You know, when I actually saw it, and it was my it was my birthday, and I know, you know it's just coincidence. It has nothing to do with it or whatever. But oh my god, I was just flying high that day. It was like it was the best present I could have got that day. Hmm. Well. You're you're welcome. Um, so okay, so well, we we haven't gotten to specifics, but this I, I like where this 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 one went. So, what's your advice to other guys who are? It's been a few years and they're not getting anywhere. Okay, uh, most definitely. Um, well, one of the things is uh, you gotta let go. I guess of the fear. I know that's one thing that I had to actually, you know, put the pictures in and actually get started. If you actually look at my picture. My eyes are red. I had just woke, my wife woke me up and said, you got to take these pictures. I was already backing out because I was scared, you know, to fail. Mm. And uh, she actually got me up that morning and told me to go ahead and start. So I think that one of the best things to do is actually leave the word can't out of your vocabulary. you got to go for it, and you can do it. I went into this thing scared, thinking I was going to fail. And just a little push from my wife and uh, her telling me that I can't do it and actually seeing all the guys that actually did it, I knew the plan would work. So listen to the podcast. Uh, try to use someone as a template if you can and see what they did. And uh, follow the program. If you don't need faith. This is the truth. You can see it in all the guys that, that did it before us. And um, if anything, you know, just use us. You know, we're here for you guys. And uh, use us for support. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to leave it, unless you have anything else. No, that's great, and it's been amazing. I just want to thank you guys again. Well, thank you, and uh, congratulations on the placing. So for Saul Silas, I'm John Barber, and that's your Adonis Index podcast.